It's Tuesday, February 7th. You're listening to WXXI News. I'm Beth Adams. Local residents have another opportunity today to be heard by state regulators who are looking into billing problems at two local utilities. WXXI's Randy Gorbin has more on this latest forum. The New York State Department of Public Service already held a virtual public forum last week on the issues involving billing at rg and NYSAG, which are both part of the company Avangrid, and the state regulators got an earful from consumers unhappy with inaccurate billing and difficulty getting through to customer service. Now the state is holding two in-person forums on Tuesday at City Hall, with the first one running from 1 to 3 p.m. and the other from 6 to 8 p.m. The Department of Public Service regularly tracks complaints and said that its staff saw a significant increase in complaints from RG&E and NYSAG customers last year. RG&E and NYSAG officials have said they've made significant improvements to their customer service operation, which they say is improving the billing situation. That includes hiring dozens of additional customer service representatives. Randy Gorbman, WXXI News. Thousands of people are dead, many injured as well, after a powerful 7.8 magnitude earthquake struck parts of Turkey and Syria. Rochester is home to a large Turkish population. Morat Al is president of the Turkish Cultural Center of Rochester. He does not believe any immediate family members were affected by the earthquake, but he is hearing from his contacts that other parts of the country are devastated, with communications and transportation a big issue. Some cities cannot be reached yet because of the transportation channels are also damaged heavily, and it's also cold in the, in the middle of winter. People who are also just survived or also suffering from the uh, the heavy conditions, food and winter cold outside. The Turkish Cultural Center and other local groups have been working on relief efforts. Governor Kathy Hochul is proposing that New York's public colleges and universities be allowed to raise tuition up to 3% a year and 6%, respectively. That doesn't make much sense to Blair Horner. He is executive director at NYPERG, Good Government Group. When you rely more on tuition dollars to pay for the cost of college, and you have drastic reductions in enrollment, unless you make up the money from somewhere other source, those colleges are in an increasingly precarious situation. Horner was speaking there on Public Radio's Capital Connection. He argues that the state hasn't done much in the past two budgets to address how it finances colleges, but meanwhile has spent billions subsidizing Elon Musk's companies. Plans to open cannabis dispensaries in parts of New York are still on hold as a lawsuit continues to play out in the courts. In the latest ruling, a federal judge refused to drop an injunction that stops the state from issuing conditional dispensary licenses in five regions, including the Finger Lakes and Western and Central New York. As Alan Abbott reports, this continues to leave those who want to get into the business in a holding pattern. Jim Sharon is chair of the Central New York chapter of the Cannabis Association of New York. He says his membership is frustrated by the legal delays. These are people that are trying to take and plan their futures and build the local network of businesses and industries. And you don't know what to do if you don't know where, where and when it's going to happen. A Michigan company suing the state, alleging New York's conditional adult-use retail dispensary license requirements discriminate against out-of-state operators. The state lost its latest move to dismiss the case, and the state's Cannabis Control Board says it won't approve applications until the legal issue is resolved.
In the meantime, Sharon says there is work to be done by anyone who wants to get into the retail cannabis business. We're still going to have to continue to build the industry, build the, the network, and just continue to prepare for the future. I mean, that's... I mean, that's the thing about being pioneers in this industry. It's been almost two years since the state legalized recreational marijuana. The state's implementing a social justice strategy with retail sales, offering the first licenses to successful New York business operators who've been harmed by a cannabis conviction. The first retail dispensary operated by a nonprofit opened in Manhattan in December. This lawsuit impacts five regions of the state. In Syracuse, Ellen Abbott for WXXI News. New York City, which once had the nation's strictest workplace COVID-19 vaccination rules, is ending one of its last such mandates, saying it will no longer require the shots for municipal employees, including police officers, firefighters and teachers. The vaccine mandate, which led to the firing of hundreds of city workers who declined to get the shots, will end this Friday. Mayor Eric Adams said with more than 96 percent of city employees and more than 80 percent of city residents having received their initial vaccine series, this is the right moment for this decision. You can find more news on our website, wxxinews.org.